This is your captain speaking. Welcome to another episode of DJ's Aviation Podcast. All systems are go, so lean back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. This is DJ's Aviation Podcast. Everything aviation. Everything aviation. Aviation news, airline developments, analyzing route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news, and we talk about world events and life. DJ's Aviation has a Discord server that's officially partnered with Discord, and you can join with a link in the show notes or using the vanity URL discord.gg slash aviation. This is the DJ's Aviation Podcast, and now your host, Dan. Day one of the 2022 Farnborough Air Show has concluded, and what a day it was. Definitely Boeing stealing the show for the day with a host of announcements that were some, I guess you could say, ones we already knew were coming, but really just the formal um, announcement and confirmation on the orders on multiple different fronts. This is the DJ's Aviation Podcast. If you are new to the podcast, you'd be sure to subscribe and follow on the platform of your choosing. The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and look, there's probably other 20 other platforms I can think of. Um, Probably can't name all 20, but yes, just search the DJ's Aviation Podcast, and you can find this podcast on um, whichever platform you'd like. So as I similar did, as I similarly plotted me, did for the Dubai Air Show, each day I'm going to be doing a recap in podcast form, covering all the stories and or developments. Um... If you'd like to see a video form of some of this content, you can have a look at the YouTube channel being DJ's Aviation. Um, I just wanted to also mention that uh, we're approaching seven years of DJ's Aviation. Actually, that's going to be tomorrow on day two of the air show. So I just wanted to extend um, on top of the video that I did already release a massive thank you for everything over the past seven years. I'm truly, truly grateful, um, and I do want to do a proper podcast, really just saying thank you and exploring this, the seven years of doing this, and um, around now four years doing this full-time. I think there's a lot to talk about, and I uh, definitely want to take a sit down and do that, but a lot's going on. As you know, the Farnborough Air Show is happening, and um, the time to sit down and record that sort of podcast just isn't there. On top of that, I've got several other interviews lined up, um, and they're going to take, of, of course, priority over discussing the seven years at the channel but don't worry i will get to that at some point beginning right off the bat with what was the first development that centered around delta adding state-of-the-art aircraft to their operations that being the 737 max yes this is not necessarily an order that has popped out out of nowhere reputable reports came from the air current and many more noting that delta were always interested in a max in fact we can track back to even last year when they were discussing potentially acquiring the MAX aircraft. It was just a matter of when this was actually going to be taking place, and like I'll always say, it it does make a lot of sense for these announcements to come during the Farnborough Air Show. All that being said, a sizable air show. There's a lot of eyes on the air show. I mean, I'm covering it pretty much 24-7. You've got all massive journalists at the actual event, a lot of companies. It's a great networking hub. I would absolutely love to be there, but unfortunately, I've never had the chance to attend any kind of air show like that before in my life. Maybe one day, um, but 
just to give you an idea, the Farnborough Air Show is very important in the aviation world, so announcing an order now is a perfect opportunity to do so. The announcement includes 100 of the 737-10 aircraft, and there is the option included in the order for a 30 additional. What was interesting from all of this, in my opinion, is not even that of the 130 total possible units that can be acquired by Delta, but more so comments regarding the certification of the 737-10. If you're unaware, Boeing is still actively working towards obtaining the certification for this aircraft that would allow the type to be delivered. The 737-10 is the largest in the family and it does have hundreds of orders that need to be fulfilled and put forward to customers who are relying on this type for their future operations, Delta just being the newest with over 100 total possible jets. However, that certification was meant to come at year's end. New comments today from Delta and Boeing, I would argue, almost indicate to us that they're not going to be shooting for an end of 2022 certification anymore. That will likely come in 2023, which obviously is not exactly to their liking. Ideally, they would have had it by year's end. On top of that, thanks to recent interviews and comments from executives at Boeing, the question and I guess the threat that this aircraft may not actually make it in the end is very, very real. And that's why included in this contract is the possibility for Delta to switch to another member of the MAX family should the Dash 10 not be able to go ahead for various different reasons. Of course, in recent years, the certification program has, you could definitely argue, become stricter and tighter. Uh, I've always been under the impression that it should have already been like that. Um, maybe not necessarily if that's added time, but just a more strenuous program to get a plane certified because naturally they are very, very important. And unfortunately, we saw what happened with the MAX aircraft many, many years ago um, because of this certification not really going as, I guess you could say, how it should be. Um, I don't want to get too much into that, though. It was just interesting, the comments that were made, and that I guess the option is there for Delta to switch across. Ed Bastion, who is Delta's chief executive, said the Boeing 737-10 will be an important addition to Delta's fleet as we shape a more sustainable future for air travel with an elevated customer experience, improved fuel efficiency, and the best in-class performance. These new aircraft provide superior operating economics and network flexibility, and the agreement reflects our prudent approach to deploying our capital. Now, that is, I guess you could say, the main order from today. There were definitely other orders that I, I do want to touch on, um, but the Delta one definitely stole the show, thanks to it being 100 units with those 30 options. An interesting one, which is not necessarily new. In fact, it was more a formal announcement. Does involve all Nippon Airways. I've already covered this in a video, but do you know what? It's still part of day one, technically, of the air show. And that was the formal announcement and, I guess, confirmation that they would be moving forward with their 737 MAX order. On top of that, there is the 777-8F for future fleet. Naturally, one will go to the passenger section and one will head to ANA Cargo. And I'm sure you can bet which one will be each. But just to confirm, the Dash 8F will be heading to the ANA Cargo sector, if you will, whereas the MAX will fly with the mainline ANA. The 737-8s include 20 aircraft with 10 options, bringing the total potential units to 30. And then we saw two 777-8Fs initially, which have been converted 
from an existing order of the 777-9. The 777-8F freighter, which was only announced towards the back end of the 2021 calendar year, is expected to enter into service later this decade, uh, much later this decade. Naturally, that is to be expected given the delays to the 7779 being the passenger variant. That has to come first with an expected entry into service for that type in, around, in or around, pardon me, 2025. The CEO of Boeing Commercial Airplanes, Stan Deal, said in a press release, This is a tremendous milestone for ANA and Boeing, as the airline has selected the 7378 and 777-8 freighter to further strengthen its passenger and cargo operations. ANA has remained at the forefront of commercial aviation by consistently investing in the latest airplane technology, providing their passengers with an unparalleled flying experience and more sustainable options to travel and deliver goods around the globe. Of course, I want to mention and reiterate once again, this was not necessarily the most, how do I put it, unexpected order. I mean, it was confirmed last week and pretty much announced last week, but ANA have taken the opportunity during this Farnborough Air Show alongside Boeing to formally announce it, release the media kit, release the press release, and so forth. And we do often see this, but I'd argue um, for a lot of people and people that have been keeping up either with the channel or just general aviation news, it comes of absolutely probably no shock to you. Sticking with Boeing, this is something that was not covered on the YouTube channel. We did see the confirmation from Norwegian that they would be taking on 5737 MAX 8 aircraft as well. Options for a further 30 will be there should they wish to activate it. As you know, Norwegians had a pretty rocky past couple of years from a business model that saw them struggle to the global pandemic to 787 issues to 737 MAX problems. I often labelled Norwegian on the YouTube channel as one of the most unlucky carriers that we see flying. Um, They seem to just have issue after issue that almost had nothing to do with them. It was actually, say, a problem with the 787 engines or potentially, you know, we saw the MAX go down. Not potentially, but we did see the MAX go down and that had an adverse effect on their operations as they rely on the MAX. Um, So contribute that with the already element of them struggling and it was just a worst case scenario. And then, just to put everything even worse, I guess you could say, we had the global pandemic emerge and that really was the nail in the coffin for them. But they're recovering, they're planning their future, they're much more streamlined, definitely have a smaller amount of aircraft having removed the 787s and I guess this new order and and confirmation that they'll go through with this new order is most definitely a vote of confidence and one I'm very, very happy to see personally. Now, uh, the 787, or pardon me, what am I saying? 737-800 converted freighter also had a pretty big day, I guess you could say. That's being very quickly a very popular solution for customers that are looking for freighter needs. Of course, converting those 737-800s, which are all around the world, to freighters is a cheaper alternative than, say, buying a brand new aircraft. They can get it very sooner. Oh, they can get it shortly, pardon me. Um, and we've seen that today with a commitment from Georgian Airlines for three of the aircraft. This is to help propel them and really get into that market in Georgia, which they believe does not really exist at the moment. Um, And that was with thanks to comments from the president of the Georgian Airlines group, who just went on to say, we are thrilled to bring more much-needed air cargo capacity to the region with the additional of, uh, addition, pardon me, of three 737-800 Boeing converted freighters. 
The 737-800-BCF has the payload range and capability to carry both e-commerce and general cargo. So these 737-800s, just if, if you were curious, will be modified in Asia in both the Guangzhou Aircraft Maintenance Engineering Plant and then of course a plant in Shandong, um, both in China. Boeing, again, has been very pleased with the response from their 787. What am I saying? From their 737-800 Boeing converted freighters. And it's good to see the vote of confidence from Georgian Airlines. And that was continued with another commitment announcement from Brazilian Gold and Lease Company, uh, Leasing Company, pardon me, Aircap, who announced a commitment for six of the converted freighters. These ones will be delivered to the South American carrier in 2022 and 2023 and once again will be a massive boost to the overall supply and demand and I guess just general operation of their cargo sector. It's quite warm at the moment here in where I am in Canada in the eastern part of Canada. I know it's very warm in the UK as well. Um, One of the downsides of living in places where it's so cold, where I'm staying now, for example, temperatures can drop to minus 40 degrees Celsius. So uh, these houses are not built for summer conditions. So even when it gets to 25, um, being on the second story, the room can get very, very warm. I woke up today at 3.45 in the morning. So uh, that's probably why you're hearing um, a bit of slurring of the words saying the 787 Dreamliner instead of the 737. Um, I'm very tired, and when I woke up at 3.45 in the morning, it was already 28 degrees in the room. It quickly rose to 30 degrees, and I think now it's hovering at about 28. Um, There's no air conditioning, there's absolutely no airflow, and the fan doesn't really work. So it's very, very warm, sweating absolute buckets. Um, So I do apologize just if it's a bit all over the place, this podcast. Uh, I still very much wanted to get it out. Um, but I would say my thought process and, and just general thinking is, is probably not the same as what it would usually be. And you've probably been able to notice that if you are an avid listener to other episodes of the podcast. Airbus had a bit of a quieter day. Um, their main announcements don't seem to be coming just yet, although it has been heavily reported that several announcements are very, very close. And I think we're definitely going to hear more about those in the coming days, something I'm very excited to hear. Although today was very nice having a just a day very much about Boeing. Um, obviously, they've had a pretty tough time of it in recent years and even months. And a lot of the questions surrounding this year's Farnborough Air Show were how we're going, how we're Boeing, pardon me, going to perform. Were they going to be able to really steal that spotlight that Airbus has had for so long? And in the first day, it's definitely been all about Boeing. But that has the potential to change and shift. Um, and obviously... Due to recent months, Boeing still has a long way to go in some areas. Finally, we saw Tag Angola Airlines sign a leasing agreement with Air Lease Corporation. Um, This was for six A22300s. They'll be delivered between 2023 and 2024. That announcement, alongside some of the converted freighter ones, definitely flew under the radar. And I think that's probably with thanks to the leasing agreement, if you will, that's put in place over, say, a Norwegian, an ANA, um, or a Delta, which definitely come, say, straight from the mouth of um, the aircraft manufacturer. 
but that's day one of the 2022 Farnborough Air Show. Been very busy. I'm sure it will only get busier, but it's great to have an air show back. This has been the first major one in many years and definitely since the pandemic. Um, while, of course, we've had the likes of the Dubai Air Show, the Farnborough and Paris are just on a whole nother level. And um, it's been lovely to see some exciting developments coming from the industry, which I think we've definitely needed after many years and especially recent months with shortages and a whole lot more of negative news stay tuned for day two the podcast will be out tomorrow in the meantime though do check out the youtube channel because i am publishing videos as topics break and as releases come out um covering it like i said pretty much all all the time for this um coming week so also expect the podcast quality to drop and more slurring of my words and messing words up as I increasingly get less sleep and uh, get more tired and and worn out. But I wouldn't change it for the world and I appreciate you listening. Uh, Do take care and be safe and I will see you next time. You've been listening to DJ's Aviation Podcast, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, offering up your one-stop shop for all things aviation. We discuss aviation news, airline developments, analyze route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and leave a review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and YouTube at DJ's Aviation. If you're interested in rail, check out our second channel at DJ's Transport. Till next time.